Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey, you beautiful people. Okay, happy Tuesday or whatever day of the week it happens to be as you're listening to this. So this week we're, we're talking about patience and yeah, this, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure that it has always been my forte, patience, but um, definitely making some progress in this regard. I was, I've been talking a lot about this on the, on the Rebel Spirituality podcast as well. So if, if this is something that resonates, make sure you go check out the, the couple of mini, mini podcasts, six, seven minute long podcasts that have come out recently over there just to, just to add to this because they'll, they'll all go together very synergistically. And uh, yeah, but just before we talk about patience, you're going to have to be patient. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there. And because uh, I've got a really cool thing to announce. So it's been a while, but me and that Ellie Crow are going to be part of the This Naked Mind live alcohol experiment this October. And we're going to be in there together, which is I, I can't remember the last time. Uh, I, I actually can't remember the last time we were in one together. So if you've done one before, if you've been looking to do one, if you're, you know, it's such good fun. It's such good energy in that the community is amazing. The content is amazing and it's an absolute bargain. It's like 47 bucks for the month, which is insane. And you get, it's just such a cool place to be. So if you've been thinking about taking a break, if you know that you need to take one from booze or wherever you happen to be it's a really cool place to go and explore so we've got a link in the show notes for you um so go click it and uh come join us and yeah we'd love 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 to see you there oh and that link as well it gives a little bit of a kickback to the podcast so this naked mind will will donate some of the money that goes to our to this to the present and sober podcast so we can reinvest it into all the things that we're up to here so yeah that's it okay team without further ado thank you for being patient I'll hand you over to me and Ellie. See you soon. Don't you fucking muscle dare. Don't you so fucking many muscles. dare. Who, who do you think you are? Made of muscles. Get man. out of my intro. <laughs> you normally go, hello, hello, hello. That would that would work as well. Who do you think you are? Get out of my, yeah, get get out of my, my shop. Get out of my intro. That's Peggy Mitchell, isn't it? For those of, those of you in the UK or yeah. EastEnders fans. Yeah, mo- a large portion of our listenership is uh, is based in the USA, so they're not. They're probably not going to. Well, how do you know they don't watch EastEnders? Well, some try and shore up their Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, is she still yeah. alive, or is that a bad question to ask? She was. Well, she got quite question. ill, didn't she? I yeah. think she got quite ill. I think I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I wouldn't know. Sorry. She's like a fucking legend, isn't she? From the Carry On films and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was was thinking about that one where she's, is it Carry On Camping, where she's doing the exercises and her bra pings off. (laughs) Yeah, how things have changed. That was like... Yeah, yeah, you know, you definitely wouldn't get that these days, would you? Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so today we're talking about a really important subject. I've learned a lot about this over the years. I need to I need to ask you something before you do that. Oh, go on. I need to ask you to remain at a equal distance from the microphone throughout today's recording because there have been some times recently where 
you've been had your legs up sunbathing or something and your face has been and you've <laughs> and there's only so much I can do with that so I would I just need you to I've had my face wear well like you've you've had your feet up to sun them or whatever you were doing and your face has sort of been turning a bit or and you've been close and then far away and you know I, I could just do with you remaining 20 centimeters or so from the microphone at all times please but please do continue yeah, that, that's what I'm just going to tell you now. It's not going to happen, Mr. Sam. But um, th- thanks for thanks for the pointers. All right. <laughs> uh, here's a, here's something for you. Um, we're talking about patience today, mate. So you can learn how to cultivate some patience with my requirement well, you might, to move. You, you might want to ask the listeners for that because they're the ones that are having to like do the equivalent of you know when you squint your eyes so you can see whatever the equivalent of squinting your ears is so that you can tune in does it sound that bad no no, no. but it is you know we're aiming for professional ellie have you not noticed that the number one value that we are working towards on this podcast is professionalism how many fucking times have i got to tell you this you're definitely in the wrong place mate why think you are right come on quite literally so patience, talking about patience. I used to have a beautiful picture of uh, patients in Is that um, hospital ones. No, as in patients, the kind of, that uh, you want to cultivate in life to be oh, more. You had a, how do you have a picture of that? Oh, it was beautiful. It's in Japanese script, and I don't know where it's gone. And I used to look at this thing and think, I wish I could be more patient. Maybe if I keep looking at it, I'll cultivate some. And the reason this has come up recently is I've had lots of conversations with people who, in coaching conversations, they've kind of, sorry, just moving my head there, Mr. Sam. They've done that thing of, they have an insight through the coaching conversation and then the realisation at the end is, oh, I need to be more patient with this. I need to have some more patience. I'm not a very patient person. And and that that was kind of the output of lots of conversations in the last week. So I thought it would be a really good thing for us to talk about. Yeah, it's really cool, actually. I just came off the back of a really cool weekend, hanging out with some people, looking at some cool shit, doing some coach training stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, I think my one of my biggest desires in life, my heart's desire right now is to slow down because... I didn't know I didn't know uh, who it was, but I was listening to that. Is it Mac Davies song? You know, uh, where are you going in such a hurry or whatever? They're like, stop and smell the flowers. I don't know if that's where it comes from, but that's can one you of sing them. it for me just so I can get a sense uh, in Japanese. I don't know. It's like Japanese country. Accent. It's country. You want me to do Japanese country western? Oh, yes. Yeah, wonderful. New, new genre. Sounds delightful. I don't know if it is a new genre, actually. Um, enlighten us in the Facebook group. Is that a new genre? Um no, I kind of realized that it's very easy to be very kind of like um, to be very goal setty, And we're a very goal setty. Um, what's the word? <laughs> Civilization. That seems, seems a bit grandiose society, <laughs> whatever. But we are, I mean, like a lot of this civilization is kind of goal setty, And there's nothing wrong with goals at all. But But I think as we were talking about earlier, mate, if we're in the illusion that we can't be happy or we can't feel a certain thing until we've achieved said goal, then we've set ourselves up basically for, well, we've put 
our whole life at stake, not our whole life. We've put a set of feelings and an experience. We've staked it against that circumstance. So effectively, mm. it's I can't be happy until X, Y, Z happens. And we all do that a lot. And then we can get in a hurry, obviously, because it makes sense. It's like, well, I want to be there now. I want to get there really quickly. And so anyone who knows anything about me or Ellie and, you know, there's there's so much going on. I've got co-creation projects coming up here. There's like podcasts being made. And I love it all. It's all beautiful. It's all great. But it's it's easy to get caught up in this kind of like frenetic um, energy and think that that's the answer when actually what I really want is to slow down and just come from joy and experience more and more of that in my life. And it's totally possible to create and have insights and have all this beautiful stuff happen and not be in a hurry. Like it's actually a habit that we're in. Like we think it's helping to be in a hurry. But it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't that we can work fast and not be in a hurry. We can, you know, build and create towards these our goals or whatever and not be in a hurry. Um, so patience looks like a well, patience is a virtue, I guess that's the phrase, right? It is. It is. While he was talking, um, your friendly orb was just having a little whirl around your face. Is it? Yeah. What are they supposed to be? Are they like is that a ghost or something? Well, effectively, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Manifestation of, you know, some being. My, my old hurrying ways. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That orb yeah. wasn't in a hurry, was it? No, it was kind of just like looping round. I see right, it quite yeah. often. Loop, maybe. Um, loopy orb. Maybe now we, we can, maybe it'll show up on the old video shorts things. You know, will it be like one of those videos where you watch it back and they do like a freeze frame and they circle it and they're like, yeah. there's the orb and it's a, a yeah. bit of dust or whatever. Or maybe it's not maybe dust. Even... It's not dust. Dust doesn't move like that, mate. I've <laughs> researched all of this. Fair enough. <laughs> so I'm, not, hey, I'm open. I'm open. I just, I'm, I'm, uh, um, uh, yeah, you know me. I like I like to look for the uh, the evidence for these things, and so I'm very open to it. We'll have to. We can have a conversation about orb sometime soon. There we go. Yeah, let's get let's get like a medium or something on. That'd be quite cool. I don't think I know it. Do you know any mediums? <laughs> I d well, I do. Uh, I know a couple. Like, a, as in two mediums that live together, or? Oh no. No, not a couple. Sorry, I I, uh, I do have a story about a medium that was it, it was one of the funniest things that ever ha has happened in my life. Um, do you know that guy Colin Fry? Have you heard of him? I don't know. Rings about. Is he on? He's not on telly, is he? I think he might have been. Um, for a laugh, this is quite a few years ago. For a laugh, me and um, the husband who was with at the time and another couple went along to um, this show in cambridge this mediumship show and there was all like merch out the front and you've got you know with like this with his hands on his head you know like looking sick and uh and we were all like all up for the merch i don't think we actually bought the merch but um got in there the thing the whole thing starts and he he's kind of pulling people from the crowd for like oh you know i've got this this person and they um they're really musical, you know. Like I can see them playing the piano, and it goes through all of these things. And um, this is about midway through the show, and 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 this hand goes up. It's like oh, 
it's like and and then he's he's fixated on this person and he's pulling out all this stuff and 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 they're they're like this right and they do this yeah 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 and it went on for quite some time (laughs) and he's channeling and it's all like it's all good and they're here and they're talking about all this stuff and they're really connecting on it and then then the person who is being read um cottoned on to something he'd said and went oh no no they're still alive (laughs) the whole point of this is for people that have passed over so you've just had a 10 minute conversation channeling somebody that is apparently still alive so at this point then it starts to get a little bit "Hmm, mr colin or are you swinging the lead a bit mr colin very funny he was not expecting that and neither were we curveball yeah it was it was anyway um so going back to patience Mm. i think that might have been a bit how big as d2 yet people are having to be like this is a by the way guys we planned this we are this is a a practice for you to be patient while we get to the point what's that phrase something about all good things come to those who wait yeah there you go where that came from anyway when you were talking, I was thinking about there being some kind of uh, some kind of balance to be had around because what you were saying about goal setting, like I think it's useful to have sight of like what what's important to you. Oh yeah, so sure. have an intention. Um, so that you've like directionally there's somewhere that you're orienting towards but when we get caught up in the striving and the clinging and the chasing and the grasping that's where we can really become undone well yeah and it's a great point and i don't think there's i really meant what i said there's nothing wrong with goals it's not it's not the setting of goals the desire is is you know desiring something and having an authentic desire looks beautiful it's when it becomes craving when it becomes like i and i and i can't experience something until i get there because the belief that's yeah. running is feelings are coming from the world feelings are coming from circumstances and they're not they're coming like you know feelings of contentment and joy and love and peace they come from within us they're they're spiritual they're not form in that way they're not like coming from the world out there they're coming from within us so the real secret sort like and we're not told this is you know actually just wanting something just because we want it just because we because it makes sense to us because our because we're being guided to to bring that into being because it's going to be fun but it doesn't mean our like whole experience of life is on the line that we can't and so so it looks like we the we start from where we want to go and then we just like the, then the creation is a really different thing. So I completely agree with you, mate. Like it's a, and then we get patience, right? Because if we realize that our experience is coming from within and not from out there, um, well, we can, we can, we can do all those things at the same time. We can experience deep, beautiful states of peace and contentment and we can create. Now, I think the issue that a lot of people have in my experience is they think that that they wouldn't do anything if they weren't motivated yeah. to they think like well i'm just going to sit on my ass and i'm not going to do anything but actually no like there's a huge creative impulse that's kind of ripping through the whole of 
the universe. And if you dial into that, that wisdom, that intelligence behind life, that how, it depends how you want to think of it, the consciousness, the intelligence behind life, God, um, wisdom. You know, there's all these different signposts we can use to point at it. Pick, pick and choose the one that works for you. The moment you're dialed in there, you know, where you're creating from is a really different place. And you don't you don't have to be so activated about it all. You don't have to live in fight or flight so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that because this is the thing, like you think that you're the doer. I am doing all of this. I'm responsible for all of this. Just as you say, if if, if left to me and I kind of get free reign to not do, not problem solve, not fix, then nothing's going to happen. Like mm. it's all just going to go to shit. Mm. And, and that's not true at all. That whatever desire that you have, that whatever desire you have that kind of leads you to that intention that it's not really coming from you anyway it's like this unstoppable force and you you can kind of get in the way of it i got in the way of mine for so many years for so many years and we kind of we put things in the way there's all of these obscurations and veils but it'll get through it's like it's it's just a matter of time like it will come through like it's unstoppable it 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 will find its way through and you will be led and guided so the the interesting thing for everybody listening to this to play with is what happens when you start to take your hands off the wheel and i don't and i'm talking metaphorically here do not drive around with your hands unless you got unless you got a tesla that that drives for you and and you're well mine drives itself for a little bit but then it gets it gets agitated and it goes (laughs) like the the steering wheel wobbles so it reminds you to take over again so but it's it's this really interesting thing to play with of like well what happens if i stop trying to to do, to orchestrate, to fix. Yeah. What if I took the view that there's no problem to be solved? Actually, what yeah. happens? I'm gonna I'm gonna take this moment to 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 plug my podcast. I don't do this very often, but fuck it, I'm gonna do it. So oh, fuck it. this that either when this goes out, it would have been it will be like two weeks in the past, I think, that I put a podcast out called The Art of Making Decisions. Um, and it's only seven or eight minutes, but it's an extension of what we're talking about here in the decision making process, and effectively. You know, what I talk about in there um, is how it's 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 almost more powerful to know when not to make decisions than it is to kind of because mm-hmm. when we're caught up and when we're full of like all this pressurized thinking and everything, we're not we're not just accessing that kind of deep well of wisdom that we have. And for me, I didn't know I could do that. Like I used to lie awake at night and literally torture myself. I would just think and think and think and think. And the idea would be that if I just did it enough, then I'd figure out the solution and then I'd Mm. be okay. And the truth is that literally putting it down and going to bed and then you wake up in the morning and very often the the insight or the thing that that comes from within you is there for you to see. And I didn't know this at the time, but I, I was trying to like, actually the word that comes to me now is I didn't know how to unhook from what was going on in my head at that time. So I felt like my head is full of bees I I can't unhook from this. I have to just follow this energy through to the end and get rid of it. But these days, the kind of metaphor or analogy I sometimes use is, you know, okay, if there's a fire raging in your head, um, or if there's a fire, there's a big, big difference between water, just just watching the fire, which will burn out in the end, no matter how big it is, because it's going to run out of fuel. And and like 
so don't fan it. What I used to, I was fanning the flames previously. These days it's like, okay, there it is. There's a whole bunch of thinking in my head, but I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my attention somewhere else. I'm going to put my attention somewhere else and see what comes. And in the same way is this knowing that we're being guided by something deeper, like you're talking about, mate, when it comes to, and that, that is patience definitely comes into this. I know we're going to talk about trust as well, but patience is a, is a, is a big one. And and to me, it's almost like it's an experiment. Like you've said, slow, like just, just, just slow down a bit, just hang out in that space because what you may very well find or will find um, is that the more you just allow your system to clear and the more you just sort of come back to home base and the more you have clarity, like that snow globe settling, um, the more you'll get access to all of the things you're innocently trying to get through a hurried mind anyway. Mm. It's it's a habit. It is a habit that we've picked up. It's a belief that we have that hurrying will get me somewhere faster. And, you know, more, there's all these more haste, less speed things. They all talk to the truth of it. It's like, we just run ourselves into a tears. And then, and then I don't know about you, mate, but like that very kind of activated, to me, it's like a warning light. Um, these days I'm just kind to myself and I just notice, okay, don't fan the flames, chill out, take some time, go for a walk because Mm. trying to like just getting involved in that energy for me is a, well, there's a lot of, I don't know how it is for you. There's warning, like Mm. warning signals that go off for me Mm. now, like my sleep starts suffering, Mm. uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. But even that, the the way that the mind runs a mock (laughs) and they're tying yourself in knots and, all of that, even that's wise, right? Because ultimately what it does is wears you out to the point of exhaustion and surrender where you have to you you, you have to just uh allow. But it but it's it doesn't have to be that way. So I did an instance recently with it, it was like a, a it's like do you remember Friends Reunited? Do you remember yeah. that website that you years ago friends reunited oh yeah where you, where you found people that you hadn't seen for ages you're like who the fuck wants to do that that would be so weird anyway um <laughs> it just came to mind because i was reunited with an old friend i hadn't seen for a long time called anxiety <laughs> i hasn't is it anxiety was it anxiety yeah <laughs> hadn't, hadn't been around her for Fucking a while Anne. Yeah, what a cat she's, up, she's well uptight <sighs> my god it was quite the experience. You know, I obviously I feel anxiety moving through every now and again, but this was like uh th- this was like going back to how I used to be pretty much every day of my life. I used to just live in anxiety and it was awful and it was debilitating. And you know, the usual stuff of there's a circumstance and trying to control the outcome of you know, the, the circumstantial stuff, the stuff in the world of form, and then creating the feelings of anxiety and the experience for myself that I'm living in. And the the thing that was really interesting going through that sort of few days was that it was it was a real teaching point for myself and a real reminder of how what to do and what not to do. Mm. So what not to do keep trying to problem solve and, and and I was I was caught up in a bunch of like justice sensitivity stuff which made it feel a million times worse. And 
I like your word unhook because I to unhook myself from it, I decided I was going to move my body and I went into this mm. really lovely strength practice. And it it just changed it changed my state so that then when I was kind of easing into going to sleep, I wasn't ruminating. I wasn't mm-hmm. continuing to think about the stuff. And then I woke up in the morning and then, oh, there, there's that feeling again. Not quite as intense, but it was still there. And so I spent a bunch of time in practices that would open my heart so that, again, I'm not trying to think my way out of something, Mm. but I'm feeling feeling my way through it. And the thing that was really interesting towards the end of – of this because it looked like it was just going to go on for days, weeks, possibly months. Like, and I'm thinking, shit, I'm going to be <laughs> dealing with this for a long time. And there was a resistance because I don't want to. And then the thing that was just so beautiful was when I'd unhooked myself and stopped trying to resist the physical sensations of it. And I just was with myself attuned to myself, taking care of myself in the best way that I knew how, I I could hear this guidance. And this guidance, it was really clear. It was like, wait. The old version of me would have been, right, and and I'm going to do this thing, and then I'm going to do this thing. And and of course, the mind is continuing to try and plan because it likes to predict what's going to happen and likes to have this sort of feeling or this illusion of control. But every time I felt drawn into that, I kept unhooking myself and and this guidance was so clear. It just said to wait. And then that was a whole day of waiting when otherwise I would have done something else. And the next day was was the same. And I I'd as part of my meditation practice, I was um asking for some very specific support around it. Hmm. Very like a very specific outcome. Uh, that I'd asked for in the morning. And again, during that day, resisted the urge to try and do fix. And I think it was like like before one of my last calls of the day, the the thing resolved. Yeah. Just resolved. Now, would it have done if I'd have interfered with that? Possibly not. So... That w- it was a real lesson in doing, like achieving more by doing less yeah. and being able to hear really clearly that guidance that it, it is always there, always. Oh, you bet. And, I, and I, love, I love two things. I love how you spoke about the deep wisdom in the system, even when it might not look comfortable. So the, I'd love to talk about that for a minute. And I love how you then showed how actually you can have an insight and how something from from the heart of your being wait and then something something can be different and so you know for someone who might be thinking like how the fuck is burnout like wisdom well if you think about it if you've been in if you've been believing that hurrying and being activated is the way to get stuff done or you've been running on like in it like scarcity like i have to prove myself i have to get this done i can't be okay until it's done that kind of stuff then that will make sense to you until it doesn't, right? And if you run that through to its extreme, in the end, your body is going to be like, we can't do this anymore, stop. And that may be illness, burnout, 
fatigue, whatever it might be, and it will put you on your ass. And then, you know, in that moment, you may, I mean, for me, like I, I really did that to myself. Um, I was complete, complete scatterbrain um, for a while. And, and I really needed a while to kind of recenter. But then I had some really powerful insights, which were, you know, the, the fit, like the feeling that I had when I got myself into burnout was you're going to miss the boat. You're going to miss the boat. You're going to miss the boat. If you don't get this done, you're going to miss the boat and it's going to have massive implications, blah, 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 all this stuff. Then, you know, in the end, it kind of put me on my ass. I was completely not in a good place. Um, you know, me and Rob were absolutely fine, but our relationship had suffered because I wasn't really there at the weekends and stuff like that. I was just, my brain was just melting. I was just all over the shop. Um, and then I realized, mate, you're not going to miss the boat. Like you're, you're building a boat and no one can build your boat, man. Like there is no thing to miss. Like it just, that it's kind of remember thinking that at some point and it was really nice. And suddenly that insight happened. And over the course of the last, you know, few years, hurrying and stressing, you know, stressing myself out and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. And that's because of insights. That's because of it's not like a, a nice idea that occurred to me in the moment. It's like I had a misunderstanding. I thought all that stuff was helpful. I thought it was going to get me where I wanted to go. I had some misunderstandings about myself and about who I really am and the fact that, you know, all this stuff. And so as I've been on that journey, a spiritual journey, things have really shifted and things have changed. And this week is a really interesting thing to reflect on because, as you know, um, you know, me me and Scott have just put something out and we're in the process of creating stuff. And I feel really different. I don't feel like, like I, I've slept every night. I'm excited. Sure, I've had moments where I felt a bit oh, like there's a lot going on and all that kind of stuff, but it, I don't feel activated. Like my whole system isn't massively in fight and flight and fight or flight and that kind of stuff. And it's just nice to be there. So I just want anyone to know that you might feel like your body or your system has been working against you, but it, it's not, it doesn't work like that. It's not, that's not how it's going. There'll be, there might just be something else for you to see in a conversation like this or, and you'll see what you need to see in due course. Um, so yeah, I, I love that. And it's funny how we've ended up here when we talk about patience, but ultimately the, like you can try and solve the fact that you're not patient, right? You can try and make yourself more patient. You can attempt to control your behavior to make yourself be more calm when you're waiting in line. Or you can look at the cause of what's making you, what's making that make sense to you. What's making impatience seem like a like a valid thing, like a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, that looks like you're getting to the heart of it. You're getting more to the root of it rather than trying to control behavior, which is never the ultimate solution. No. No, it's, it's just more resistance. So ultimately it won't work. You'll just suffer accordingly. Yeah, and it, and it's just like, it's not the, it ain't the end point. So the thing is, hmm, behavior is the point, the end, right? It's like we have, um, you know, we have a whole set of kind of imprinting and conditioning and all of this stuff that is within us that, is why certain things make sense to us. Why one person does one thing and one person does something completely different. Behavior is the point, the end of that. If we try to kind of reverse engineer it so that we we think, well, if I just change the behavior, well, yeah, okay, but all of the stuff upstream of that, all of the stuff that's making the behavior make sense is still locked in place at the end of the day. 
So we need to come back and a lot of places come back to the world of sort of, um, you know, belief. And there's a lot of belief work and, and that's powerful, right? But there's another layer back. And the, the ultimate layer back is spiritual. It's who you are. It's the it's the nature of your experience. It's not the content of your experience. Mm. And that's the place from where insights come. That's where new things, that's where... Um, an update to your kind of perceptual system or how you see the world or, or that's where that's going to come from. Not a bunch of like, not how many notes you take, not how, not how often, because I mean, this is maybe, you know, a nice thing to kind of wrap this conversation up on mate. is that we see a lot of people who are innocently impatient to watch every single video and learn every single thing and push every single note in their brain and all the rest of it. But actually that, that ain't necessarily going to cut it coming back into the experience of, of who you really are and slowing down a bit is uh, is much more likely to help you sort of have those insights and stuff. Although they can come whenever, you know, I had that my one of my biggest insights came in the middle of burnout, right? Didn't he? But we don't have to get there. Mm. Go slow to go fast. Mm. Isn't that that? I don't know where that came from. Yeah. yeah and like all those things they're like lovely phrases until they until that really makes sense to us and then suddenly it's like oh okay it works like that mm. Mm. can you hear the um, dog i, I yeah. reckon it's gonna be yeah. a bit of snoring and um a rumbly tummy on this podcast and i've tried to keep my head in the same place i think so. you've done you've done quite well Thanks a lot. You've done quite well. Better than last week. All right, mate. So I think we're gonna we're gonna say that that's a wrap, are we? Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Are you gonna do a wrap? No. Oh, everyone's massively disappointed now. All right, see you soon, team. <laughs>